and I take like three dribbles in past half court mm-hmm. and I just have it in my head. I'm like, I'm about to pull it. Yeah. I'm like, I'm gonna I was like, I'm gonna pull this. You are now listening to New Faces Podcast. Hello and welcome to the New Faces Podcast, bringing new faces to new places. With me as always, Nick. He doesn't have a mic on him right now, but uh, he's here. There you go. He's here in spirit. And uh, we got a special guest with us today, Mr. Bucket Getter himself, Connor Calais. Hey, what up? How we doing? Good, man. How you doing? Uh, not too bad. You're in the gym clothes. I see you were just balling out, I see. <laughs> yeah, just came back from the gym. You know that. Always ready. Of course, of course. So I want to start off this interview by a, a little story here. Um, well, actually, I kind of want you to tell it. So this is senior year, second game against Valley View. I have to start it off with this, <laughs> right? So when you get out there, I don't know how long it's been going on, but the the student section was on your ass bad. Very bad. Was that always the chant you heard when you played Valley View or anywhere in general? Or was that just Valley View? I would say anywhere. But I can remember that game like it was yesterday, man. Just because I was so hyped coming back as a senior, mm-hmm. knowing I get to play where I went to school until eighth grade. Yep. Um, I mean, once you're out there on the court, everybody says, you know, you don't really hear what the crowd says. That's not true. You can, I, can, I can tell you right now, when you got a hundred kids sit standing there in a packed gym, you're, you you could hear every word they say. So mm-hmm. believe me, I've heard it all from, and it's not Valley View, it's from everybody. It's right. daddy's little girl, daddy's little boy. <laughs> I've heard everything, man. Yeah. But yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, we were we were on you pretty bad that game, and there was there was a lot of tension during that game too. I remember you got into it with someone. I don't know if it's just eh, fuck it, whatever. Brandon Peters. Yeah, got into him, and then there was just tension all around the game. I mean, that was a very close game till the end, where you uh, walked and then scored. But... <laughs> no, but tell me when that when you took that shot, did you know that was going in? Um, yeah, man. Like I could walk you, I could literally, I could literally walk you through the play. I remember it to this day. I remember going. I went to my right. I went between my legs. I crossed back left, and I went for my patent step back. And Rodway, he knows me too well, knew I was going for the step back. Uh-huh. Now, this is where, you know, we'll tend to disagree. He did he did hit the ball slash my wrist. So if you either want to call a foul or you mm-hmm. want to just let it play, um, then I, again, I mean, where it went from there, I grabbed it, ripped through down the middle of the lane, put up the floater. Mm-hmm. And to answer your question, yeah, I knew it was going to go in. I knew it wasn't going to hit the rim either. <laughs> Now, did you know what was the what was your first initial reaction to uh, after that shot you made? Was it to go right over to the student section, or were you just kind of like it was just like out of nowhere you just did it? No, it was one hundred percent to go over to the student <laughs> section and make sure that you and everybody else in that section knew that I hit that shot. Yeah, of course. So I remember. I think you said this is my court. Yeah, I, I did. I said this is my house and this is my town. You know, mm-hmm. being from Archibald, I had to flex a little bit. Of course. Oh, I don't blame you one bit. See, here's the funny thing, right? I actually wasn't in the student section. Okay. I was in a much worse spot. 
And I was saying the same things the student section was. I just didn't go over there for whatever reason. <laughs> I was actually behind Corey and your mom saying the same exact thing, maybe even worse stuff that I couldn't say. <laughs> I was blocked off so Pagula or whoever the principal was at the time couldn't see me. But I didn't realize it was your mom. And then, like, she kept looking back. And I'm like, why is she looking back at me? And I'm like, oh, well, that's why. And then I stopped after, like, the third quarter. I'm like, well, all right, I guess I'll stop saying that now. But, uh, yeah, she, she sat on the wrong side for sure. I was, I was going to say, man, as long as you're behind my mom, you'll probably be all right because she, she can keep it together. She won't say anything. She'll look at you. Mm-hmm. But I can tell you one thing. You think I'm fiery. You think my brother or my dad are fiery. You have not met my sister. I'm telling you, man, if you were, if she was the one sitting in front of you, you probably would have had a problem. She defends me more than anybody. So, I, you know, she probably would have hit me. Honestly, I probably deserved to get hit, honestly, with the things I was saying. But that game was, that game was fun to watch though, for real. Cause that was, that was a very intense battle. I think you dropped like 23 or something like that. I've researched yeah. it, but um, yeah, that was a really good game. And that senior year, you guys, you guys made it pretty far too. Yeah. Um, uh, where did we make it? I think we made it to... We made it to the Elite Eight. Um, we lost. We ended up losing to Constitution, mm-hmm. who ended up winning the state championship that year. Right. Um, I mean, my and actually my dad's team, they actually just made it. They made it to the Elite Eight this year, too. Mm-hmm. Same thing. I mean, they're losing to – they lost to Constitution again. So, I mean, uh. that's like just a – that's a tough program, man. They're in the best – they're in their best area of Philly. And I mean, oh, okay. I don't know how how well you follow like the charter schools and everything down there, but I mean, anything kind of goes. Like, yeah, the best players that somehow end up oh, yeah. either there or oh, <laughs> you yeah. know on a couple different teams. But I mean, just like yeah, I mean the, the that experience is like is like nothing else. Like there there's nothing you know. I'm sure we'll get on to talk about college and you know even even me playing a little after college, but huh. like. I can tell you firsthand, like there is nothing, absolutely nothing better than high school basketball, right. um, especially around here. Like the the sports around here, man. Like people don't understand like what it's like for high school basketball games on Friday nights, like under the lights for high school football. I oh mean, yeah, like like it's crazy. Like it's a cool environment to right. be in. Right, it's it's always intense, no matter where you go. Yeah, for sure. Um, now I wanted to start with. Well, not start with. We've been doing the podcast for a little bit, but um, Holy, when you went to Holy Cross, did you know you were going to go there, or did you want to stay at Valley View? <laughs> so this is actually hilarious. I could tell you. So I went to LaSalle until third grade, mm-hmm. um, or no, until second grade. My bad. Or I can't remember second or third grade. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Right. But and that was the thing. I mean, my sister went to LaSalle until eighth grade. Then she went to O'Hara. My brother went to LaSalle until eighth grade. Then he went to Bishop O'Hara. Um, and what was different for me is that I had my cousin Liam, who was the quarterback for Valley View, yep. and then I had my cousin Corey, who played basketball at Valley View too. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, I grew up, you know, thirty steps away from them, so I mean, they're my best friends growing up and everything like that. And it, it was tough trying to go somewhere where you know I didn't, I felt like I didn't have a ton of friends. Right. Um. So the thing is, is I I approach, I remember approaching my dad. And now this this is like as a third grader or whenever it was, like a third, fourth grader. Mm-hmm. I'm going up to him saying, Dad, listen, like, I want to go to Valley View. And he's like, you're going to have to give me some time. Like, I got to think about it. I'm like, all right, that's fine. And so he finally comes to me the one day. I see him. He's got a piece of paper in his hand and he's got a pen. And I'm like, so did you think about it yet? He's like, yeah, I did think about it. You could read about it. I said, what do you mean I could read about it? He's like this is a contract. He's like, 
I'll allow <laughs> you to go to Valley View until eighth grade. He's like, great. At the time, it was still Bishop O'Hara, mm. and then it says at the bottom here, please sign and date your name. You must come to Holy Cross, or well, to Bishop O'Hara, which is now Holy Cross, right. for high school. So that's oh. like that's that's how <laughs> intense and that's how serious he is about it. Is that in second or third grade, he gives me a contract <laughs> that I have to sign, saying that I have to go to Bishop O'Hara for high school. Wow, <laughs> that's serious. That's Le- legend has to go through high- Holy Cross. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> now you guys were good pretty much all of your high school. Uh, career really uh, yeah. starting freshman year obviously you guys were like 20 and 7 19 and 7 yep you guys went to states every year actually didn't you yeah we so we were in the state tournament every year my my worst year was actually freshman year we only made it to the first round um of states but i think i think every year after that i made it to at least the elite eight so at least two games before the state championship wow that's incredible and you guys won district championship every year too uh no we actually actually i only won the district once i won the district when i was a junior um and i won the league twice uh that was when i was a junior Mm -hmm. and i believe a sophomore um and then junior year junior year was the magical year man that was the that was the the league championship um the district and then we ended up you know getting to play in the state championship in Hershey. Right. Now at what point during your junior year did you guys know like this could be like we can win it all this year? So the thing is is like this my junior year was like the worst year starting out too. Um we lost the first game of the year to Abington. Mm-hmm. I think we might have won, you know, the next the next two games maybe. Um but then we lost both of our games in the Lineet tournament. So right. I think to begin the year we were like 3 and 4. Um and then after that, I think I'm pretty sure we lost maybe one, maybe one or two more games um, throughout the rest of the year. So, I mean, that's like almost, I want to say maybe like a 23, a 23 and two stretch. Yeah. So, I mean, once like, I, I would say, you know, once you get on that roll, it's just like, man, like, I think we can do something special. Right. And especially like, I, I think we really saw it when we actually went to New York City um, to play a game we played like a, a not a top high school but I mean they're they're definitely a good high school and I mean you know like New York Jersey that's a different basketball yeah. oh yeah I mean it's different athleticism things like that and right. we played a high school in the middle of Manhattan um, they were called Taft and you know you look at them they're big they're athletic and like we went in there as five white kids who <laughs> yeah. who, who who can shoot who run offense and yeah play strict man-to-man defense and I think we won by like 35. So I mean, like wow. that's a game where like you're like, wow, like uh, you know, I think we could really do something special. And I think you know we definitely capitalized on it. Right now, going from I because you were I would say you were the best player at Valley View. So going from the best player at Valley View to coming to Holy Cross, kind of finding trying to find a role. How tough was that? Um, I, I would say it was definitely hard. And like you know, not that I'm. Not that I feel like sorry or, you know, want anybody to feel bad for me, but like you have that coach and player, you know, relationship. Like when that's your dad, mm-hmm. um, you know, I feel like, and it definitely was, you know, a lot of people look at it differently. Um, and, you know, it's not, it's not, it wasn't any of my teammates, you know, that I can remember who were saying, oh, he's only playing because of his dad. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I can tell you, like, I, I had to work my ass off, man. I, right. I was working, you know, twice as hard just to try and, 
I'm working just as hard to try and get myself a spot. And I know I have to work even harder because, you know, I'm the coach's son and I, I don't want people to think, um, that, you know, that, that he is favoring me right. for being his kid. Right. Um, so, I mean, I, I would say, you know, that was definitely a challenge trying to find a niche, you know, where I could fit and, you know, where people would accept me for it. Right. Cause you were like the three point shooter on the team. I mean, they, you guys had a couple, but you, you were probably the, I would say you were the best one like shooting threes. Like you have always been a great shooter. Yeah, I mean, definitely, definitely, that's something that I would, I would agree with you on. I would say, you know, I definitely tried to, um, just keep getting better as a shooter. Right. Um, you know, trying to find myself as a point guard. Um, you know, just like a strict point guard, like more like you know Chris Paul esque as opposed right. to you know like opposed to Curry. Mm-hmm. Um, and that that's what I would say. You know, my junior year was more like it was it was all right. Like you need to be able to run this team. You you need to be able to make shots. I mean, you need to be able to get yourself shots. Um, at some points in the game, mm-hmm. but we need you to do the intangible things, right? Because I'm playing with a kid who was the Pennsylvania Player of the Year, yep. first team All State, leading scorer, yeah, all that. Josh Cozen. So and, I mean, yeah. he definitely made it a little bit easier on me. Yeah, I was, gonna, <laughs> I was about to ask you how how was playing with Josh Cozen because I'm pretty was he a year older? Yeah, he was one year older than me. So was he already established when you got there as the best player on the team or? that kind of guy or did he was he like there was someone in front of him so i mean the yeah like there he and that's the thing like he really wasn't established as that um when i first got there just because in the years past my dad had a group of five seniors Mm -hmm. so i mean josh played you know a little bit here and there Mm -hmm. um but i mean not to the degree that you saw when he was a when he was a junior and you know when he was a senior yeah um he 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 worked you know he worked just as hard as i did right um so i mean he he definitely deserved you know everything he got mm. um but i mean he he made the game so much easier just because in this area you don't usually see a player like that like no. you don't you don't see somebody who's a 6 7 strict post presence yeah like around here most of the people you see that are you know 6 7 and like a bigger kid they're a football player, you yeah. know, they're, they're oh, not, they're usually not a strict basketball player, Yeah. but I mean, you know, the way he worked and the way he used his body, man, and the way he just, he was such a good teammate, like at all times, like even practice games, anything like that. Um, I mean, he definitely, he definitely boosted my career and, you know, my success um, as well as his own. So, I mean, he definitely made it a lot easier to play with. For sure. Was he, did he play D1? Did he go to a D1 school? He did not. He um he visited a lot of Patriot League schools mm-hmm. um going on visits and I mean I can tell you, you know, firsthand he he would have been a good Patriot League player. He mm-hmm. he would have been solid in a league like that. Right. Um you know, I, I don't know if he definitely had offers or things of that nature, but I mean he's he's gone he went on a ton of visits. Um but I'm not sure what what year it was when he was in high school. He went to just go visit um the University of Maryland. And he's actually, he's probably one of the smartest kids I've ever met. Right. Um, so when he went out to, you know, the University of Maryland, he kind of just knew that that's where he wanted to be. Um, and like I said, you know, he's so smart. Like he realized as a senior after, you know, being the the state player of the year and all that, getting all those accolades, like he still realized, all right, I know I'm not going to go to the NBA. Um I know that I'm a smart kid. Mm. So, I mean, he actually ended up going to the University of Maryland. Um, 
He's an aerospace engineer. Jesus Christ. And he actually, now he did play. He played for, so you know how they have like club ball? Like they have yeah. club teams like at yeah. all those. Uh-huh. And I mean like f- from what I've heard, I mean like that's good basketball. Like being yeah. at a at a high level, the highest level D1 school you can get to, like mm-hmm. Big Ten. Yeah. And you know, like they, I'm sure they have kids just like him who he played with. You know what I mean? So right. I mean, he, that, that's what he did in college. Right. And I know he, you know, had success with that. He got to travel a little bit with that. It's it's basically like a league. Right. Um, and things of that nature. But yeah, so I mean, that's what he did throughout college. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, so who would you say like during your high school times was your toughest opponent? Like what, what team did you struggle the most against? I would probably say like on a consistent basis, the team that we struggled with the most, I honestly, I would probably say it was two teams. I would say my first two years. So like my freshman and my sophomore year, it was definitely Riverside. Mm-hmm. Riverside gave us battles man and they Mm -hmm. had and they were they were really really good back then they had um jerry kinsel uh tommy armalay cody mackin Mm -hmm. i mean like they had a tough tough team Uh um tough battles with them then i would say when i was a junior um and when i was a senior it was definitely mid valley mid valley just had so many different kids and like this is where as a public school um it's a little bit a little bit different where you know you have more kids and you have like an established football program. Like they have, you have basketball players. Like, I mean, they had Alex, Alex Przlubski, yep. Jake Kenny, yep. um, Matt Tanner, Josh Tanner. But like, then you have the football side where you have like Ronnie Tomasetti, yeah. um, kids like that. So, I mean, definitely them as a, as juniors and seniors, that it was definitely mid Valley. Yeah. Mid Valley was definitely, I mean, they're always, you know, competitive right. in basketball every year. Right. But I wanted to get into Riverside. Now, Please tell me you weren't guarding Jerry Kinsel. Was it your sophomore year where they dropped where you dropped fifty two? <laughs> it was not. I was not guarding Jerry <laughs> Kinsel. So that was my boy. That this uh my man Rob Hand. He mm-hmm. um huh. <laughs> he was guarding Jerry Kinsel, right? So this is actually hilarious. So we actually ended up winning that game. Um I can't remember if I was a freshman or a sophomore when this when he scored fifty two, but it was I it was at Riverside and I, he probably had like 40, I don't even know, it was like 48 maybe before the overtime period because he almost he followed, he ended up fouling out in overtime. But mm-hmm. he had like 48, he hit like a shot, he hit a, a shot to tie it. And then we, we were throwing the ball in with a couple seconds left and he picked it off at like half court and he let it go. And I swear to God, man, everybody's like, <laughs> That's going in. Yeah. Like we're about to lose this game. <laughs> and thank God it hit off the rim. Mm. We get into overtime. Um, I think he did foul out. Um, we ended up winning by like a couple points. I think I actually I think I hit a couple free throws at the end to mm. put us at to to give us the win. But the funny thing is like we get into the locker room after the game and everybody's just just mad hype. Like everybody like good win, like this is a great win, blah, blah, blah. And my dad comes in and like, you see my assistant coach over there. He's just like holding the scorebook, like in awe, like he's just looking at it. And my dad comes in and he's like, he's like, Rob, hell of a job on Kitzel. Coach, how many did he have? Like the assistant coach, it was my, he goes, uh, he had 52. (laughs) (laughs) My My dad goes, what? He's like, 52? Where he's like, yep. And my dad goes, well, Rob, for him having 52, 
That was some of the best defense <laughs> I've ever seen. And I can uh, I can admit oh to that God. to this day, man. Like, when I say he had hands in his face, in his chest, like, mm-hmm. all over him, he was just hitting, man. I yeah. have never seen anything like that. In a, in a, He probably played, like, 34 minutes. Yeah. 52 points in 34 minutes. That's ridiculous. In, like, the Lackawanna League where yeah. you have no shot clock, where None. most teams are not playing a running gun style. Right. Like, that's, that's unheard of. It, it was it was honestly cool to be a part of. Definitely a lot better to get the win. To oh, be on of the winning yeah. side of it. It was definitely it much was, cooler then. But it was cool to be a part of. Definitely. That was that was awesome. And especially because you weren't guarding him. Exactly. Exactly. That would, that I, been I, I could say I probably got switched on him a couple times. Right. But other than that, no, it was not me. I would love to see <laughs> that reaction where he's just putting up shots and like he's playing great defense. You're like, what what do I do? Like, exactly. What the fuck? It's, it's like what is, what, what is going on? Oh my God. But yeah, man, that was, and they only scored like sixty something points. Exactly, so, that's so what I'm saying. Was, so my boy, so I'm still boys. Uh, I'm still really close with Cody Mackin, who played on the team, mm-hmm. and we we still talk about it to this day because people can't believe it. And like I remember texting him the one day about it, and he's just like, "No, you remember like when cancel score blah blah blah." And I'm like, "Yeah, I remember. Believe me." And he's like, "He's like, did you know I was the second highest scorer of that game?" I was like, "No." He's like. Yeah, I had six. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, that's wow. just a disaster. Yeah, honestly, God, Jesus. Man. I think that was your sophomore year. I think I remember looking that yeah. up. Yeah. But that I remember looking up. I was just looking up stats and whatever, and I'm like, oh, is this a 52? Holy shit. God damn. Right? Yeah, I know. Um, but, yeah, let's talk about uh, your junior year against in that state championship game. So what were the feelings like going into that game, knowing that you – you could possibly win a state championship your junior year with Cozen after your historic run, basically. I mean, the the feelings were just so hype, man. Like, mm-hmm. like, and this is no knock on like Holy Cross or anything like that, but like, school was not a priority for this for <laughs> no, this week. No. For this week, school was not a priority. Of course. Not. Um, I mean, I remember. You know, we had we had interviews with the news station. Like everybody had separate interviews. Um, we had like two or three pep rallies like throughout the week. Um, we had some guy come into school and like film us like throughout the day, like going to the state championship and stuff. Um, and I mean, just to see like the whole community like come together for support mm-hmm. for that, that was probably the coolest thing. Like, I mean, you know, like Holy Cross and Dunmore, they don't like each other too much and they're probably about half a mile away from each other yeah but like just to see like the whole community come together as a whole and like you know push for us to try and win yeah you know getting a police escort like out of the school right down to the down to 81 to go down there um i mean it was definitely definitely the best experience i've ever had um and then like just getting there like it's like it's like you're a d1 high level player like it's like you're playing with duke like you're getting there getting your stuff, getting off the bus, you're checking into a hotel, Mm -hmm. um, you know, grabbing food. And then the next day for the game, I mean, you're in this, this arena is, it's big, man. Like it's Mm -hmm. not to any means of, you know, any, any of the real stadiums or real arenas, but when you're used to playing in like Holy Cross and you you can (laughs) see maybe 800 people to where you're playing of playing in front of like 10,000. Yeah. I mean, it's just like a different experience. Like the locker room is huge. You're walking through the tunnel. 
Um, they're shutting the lights off and playing music during intros, like putting the spotlight on you for right. things like that. I mean, it was, it, I, I, I can tell you to this day, it was, it was the best experience that I ever had. And, and that's one of the things I love is when a team like Holy Cross or Valley View or Dunmore gets into like a state championship game, everyone, or like goes to districts or whatever, or wins that everyone comes together and roots for that team. Yeah. That's, yep. that's what I love to see. Cause I, you know, like we'll have like our battles or whatever, but at the end of the day, it's like, that would be great to see someone I know win a state championship. Right. Like exactly. Like that's what I was thinking last week, like watching the Dunmore girls in the mm-hmm. state championship. Like, yeah. It's the same thing. I'm just yep. like, man, like shit, you know, I really hope they can win. Like I hope they get this done, but yeah. So you guys, I don't remember what. How close was it all the way through? Because I think you guys only lost by six that game. Well, yeah, we ended up losing by six. Um, but it was close, man. It was close the literally the entire game. Um, Josh got into foul trouble. I can't remember if he fouled out in the third or if it ended up being early in the fourth. But he had limited minutes um, for the game as far as like the second half was concerned. Um, but I mean, it was neck and neck, you know, the entire game. I, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure we were actually up in the third quarter. And then I think he did, he ended up fouling out either late third or the early fourth. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, this, this team, like, you know, no discredit to this team either. I mean, Beaver, Beaver Falls, they were from out in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they were a hell of a team, man. They had two, they had two D1 kids. I think one was basketball, one was football. Damn. Um, you know, they were big. They had kids coming in off the bench. I mean, and that was the thing. Like, we were maybe maybe seven guys legitimately deep. Right. I mean, I can remember them playing at least, like, 11 guys or something like that. So, I mean. God damn. So, I mean, seeing Cozen foul out is tough. And then I could, I would say, you know, we probably wore down a little bit um, in the second half. Because, I mean, I, I remember, too, they were pressing the, the whole game. Um, I remember trying to break that press. The entire game too, so I mean, definitely a little bit of wearing down and mm. just him falling out obviously hurt us a little bit too. But like I said, man, still the ex- even even though you know you lose that game, um, it's still it's still something you could tell other people about. Like it's still a great experience, and, right? You know, still something cool to have. Um, but I could also tell you, I've still never ever ever watched that game. Really, never, really, never. Well, I have a picture, and that probably explains why. <laughs> I do I do I get yeah that's mm. that that's meme worthy yeah yeah you were because I remember looking at the picture again looking at the stats and I see that they have like the pictures up on uh, yeah oh what the fuck is it called I forget the website but I'm like why is Connor like 10 feet away from his team and like but of course nobody's happy that you know right. you come in second in that yeah. game but I thought it was hysterical you could actually see Cozen in there too he's, yeah he no, looks I can see th- him on the left hand yeah side you there. can see he's just absolutely I remember depressed. taking that picture man like that's that's probably the worst part is after they give you your silver medal they give you like a like a massive Hershey bar and you have to stand together as a team and like take pictures and they're trying to encourage you to like smile and stuff and not like, one person smiled in this picture <laughs> no there's no. not one person you no. can see more tears than, than oh yeah. anything <laughs> yeah no i would i honestly i wouldn't have even been in that picture exactly That's i what wouldn't I'm have even bothered <laughs> not a shot so it's your senior year and then josh cozen ends up graduating mm-hmm. how much responsibility did you feel once he left um definitely a lot mm-hmm. i mean i i could definitely say that i, I felt a lot of not like you said, definitely responsibility. Not not so much pressure, but definitely a lot of responsibility. Um, mm-hmm. like I was saying before, you know, I was more so um as a freshman, sophomore, junior, 
Now, did I score? Yeah. I mean, I definitely scored a little bit, mm-hmm. but I was more of just a, a true point guard where senior year, I needed to be able to score. Yeah. Um, that, that was something that, you know, I really started to work on in that summer was just getting as many shots up mm-hmm. as possible. Um, trying to make myself more of a scorer and still being able to, you know, do the things of a point guard. Right. Um, but trying to be more of a scoring guard. Because yeah, I remember, I, I'm pretty sure this stat, it was like 12 points per game to like 18. And you had like a string of games where you were putting up 20 plus. Yeah. So that was probably fun to, to do once. That was probably one of the positive things that once Cozen left is like, all right, let me let me put, my, put up my shots now. Yeah, for sure, man. <laughs> for sure. Definitely like just putting in the work and... Mm-hmm. You know, being able to get in the right spots, having your teammates put you in the right spots and having them trust you, you know, being able to go out there and produce every night. Um, that was definitely something that I didn't see as often as a freshman, sophomore, junior. Right. But, you know, getting that responsibility as a senior was definitely that was definitely cool. And I definitely embraced it. Yeah, that was also the year you scored your thousand points, too. Yep. What was what was that feeling like? Because that was the first time you scored a thousand points. Yeah. Um. So that was actually <laughs> that was against. Um, that was against Holy Redeemer mm. and that was at Holy Redeemer. Um, and I had, I had no idea. I honestly, I can tell you the honest to God truth. I had no clue how close I was. Um, my, you know, my dad, he would never, he never made it about anything like that. Not, and not just cause it was me, but for any player, you know, right. he doesn't, he doesn't care about that stuff, anything like that. Um, I wanted my, I told my family, listen, like I, I know I'm somewhat close, you know, don't let me know. Um, I, I don't want to hear it, but I remember the play to this day too. I came off a double screen. Um, I faded to the corner, mm-hmm. ripped through, shot a floater. Um, the horn went off and they came out, gave me the ball. Um, I would definitely say it's, it was definitely a little bit emotional just because I got to share that moment. So my dad was the head coach um, right. and my brother was on the, on the staff as well. And he was an, oh, okay. he was an assistant right. um, at the time too. So, I mean, that, that was definitely something really cool um, to experience. Definitely, you know, something to be proud of as a, as a self-accomplishment. Um, but to be able to share it with, you know, my dad, my brother, um, having, you know, my whole family was there as well. Right. Um, so, I mean, yeah, that was, that was a really cool experience. For sure. For sure. Cause you know, there, there wasn't a lot of you. Don't get a lot of people that just score a thousand points in the in Lackawanna. So that right. was probably a great experience. You also had a game. Uh, this is actually, I think it was your second to last game of the season. Like of like you made it to states. Mm-hmm. You, I, I remember watching you on TV. You were putting up like thirty foot shots. <laughs> I was like, is he really shooting that right now? And then it just went in, and I'm like, what the fuck? That's incredible. Yeah, man. So that was the <laughs> that was. I think the Sweet 16 of the state tournament senior year, mm-hmm. um, we played Bristol, and we played, yep. I can tell you, we played at Parkland, and that is my favorite high school gym ever. Is Why definitely. is that? Um, have you ever been there? You ever been to Parkland? You ever seen no, the gym? No. It's, it's got like a like a, an arena vibe to it where you walk in a, above the court, yep. and there's top-level seating behind a basket, and then the seating just goes down. Um, so, I mean, I just like the setup of the gym. I played there my sophomore year, I think. Um, so, I mean, I just loved the gym. Um, I loved playing in bigger gyms because, the, and that was the thing, like we had such a good, we had such a good fan base. Right. Like we were still packing those gyms. Like we're still bringing so many people. So, I mean, the bigger the gym, the more the people, like I definitely, you know, thrived off an environment like that. But um, yeah, man, I actually missed like my first, I'm pretty sure I missed like my first three or four shots 
of the game. Mm-hmm. And then I I remember the first one I hit was from like 25 feet because they were sitting in a zone. I hit it from like 25 feet, like in front of their coach. And I just felt it. I was like, all right, like, here we go. Let's get after it. Yeah. yeah. So then I would say like the special part of that was definitely the third quarter. That's probably what you were watching because I was acting like an idiot too. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I think I hit, I hit one three to start it. And then I just went, I just went nuts. I just went on a tear. I remember, right. um, I hit a three. I think I ended up, I think I had 14 points just in the quarter. Um, but I hit a three. I hit it. I hit a three. I went down the court with the three goggle. I then the next <laughs> one down. I came down. I hit another three, throwing the three guns at my head like mellow, mellow. mellow. And yep. then <laughs> the next one was like closer to the end of the quarter. I got a. I remember getting a steal, and it was a clear one on one. Like I definitely should have went to the basket, either tried to get a foul or you know tried to just finish. And I take like three dribbles in past half court mm-hmm. and i just have it in my head i'm like i'm about to pull it yeah i'm like i'm gonna i was like i'm gonna pull this yeah and i pulled i pulled the shot up and i knew that it was going in at least i was praying to god that it was going in because i could tell you to this day if that didn't go in i would still be running from my dad <laughs> oh yeah i would uh, so still, about to be my next question I would, too <laughs> <laughs> i would still be running from it man but yeah like i mean any you know any basketball player can tell you like that's that's like the that's the best part of the game like you you get on a high like that like mm. and you just get hot i mean there's there's nothing better than that and to, definitely to do that in the state tournament too um you know i, I just that, that was awesome that that was probably that was probably top five, like one of the best games I've ever, ever played in my basketball career for sure. Because I think you had a 30 piece that game. Yeah. So I think I actually had, so for college and high school, I, I've never really had a ton of points in a game. I think that was the most I ever scored. I think I ended up scoring 32 in that game. Right. Yeah. That was an incredible game to watch because I think that was the first game I really just watched on TV. Yeah. Because that and was it, on TV too. It was broadcasted. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. And I remember I'm just like. Yo, he's just fucking drawing this shit. <laughs> I don't think they showed that because I don't remember that. I don't yeah. remember you doing the three yeah. D your head and stuff. But I was like, damn, he's just fucking pulling this shit. Like, you, don't, you don't give a shit, my no. God. Yeah, for sure. And once that last game ended, it was against Constitution. You yep. guys lost that game. What kind of emotion was that, knowing your high school career was done? That that's a lot of emotion, man. And I mean, anybody who knows you know me around here, like. Anybody who's seen me play basketball, like they know that I am a super emotional person. Um, you know, whether it's me yelling at myself, yelling at my dad, or yelling at the refs. Right. You know, I need to admit that I did it. Oh, you <laughs> definitely, definitely did. did it. You definitely did. Definitely did it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was probably why we chanted more and more. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. But um, but yeah, man, like that's that's just filled with so much emotion after having so much success like in high school. Um, you know, just, just come into the realization that like, this is, this is your last, you know, this is the last time you're ever going to be able to put on, um, a Holy Cross Jersey. Um, you know, not knowing yet where I'm going to go to college. Like, you know, this could be the last time that I get to play in front of like my full family in front of all my friends, um, to let, you know, being able to see me together. Um, so yeah, I mean, there was definitely a lot of emotion. Um, I remember coming off the court hitting my heart twice and pointing to my family, um, you know, crying in the locker room. Right. Um, but I mean, there was, there was nothing better. Like I said, you know, to start, like there was nothing 
nothing better than high school basketball. There's nothing better than that type of environment and right. you know that experience for four years. Now you graduate, mm-hmm. and where where were the recruiting? Like? What was the recruiting like? Because you ended up going to Marywood first. Yeah. So the recruiting was um, a lot of D three schools. So I actually I I didn't get started. Um, being talked to by any coaches until senior year. Um, then, I mean, the local schools came around once I started as, um, once I started senior year, right. uh, Marywood Kings, they were on me, you know, pretty heavy. Um, there were a ton of other D3 schools. I ended I went to like, uh, those hoop group, like showcases. Yeah. Um, we went to a couple of those as a team. Um, so, I mean, I was able to, you know, show out a little bit there too. Um, so I had a, I had a lot of different D3 schools um, from around like the Northeastern area. Um, so, I mean, that was the majority of it. Um, I talked to Bloomsburg, you know, a little bit, right. but um, I, I've, I knew, you know, I knew where I was going to be successful and that was, you know, at the D3 level. Um, and I mean, that's, you know, that's no knock on D3 basketball either, man. Like oh, it's competitive if you, as hell. you know, yeah, I mean, it's, I don't know the number, but I mean, the number is crazy when you think about it of, of you know people that go on to play a college sport of right. any kind like you know the ratio from high school to college like it's so it's so small where like I was just you know I was happy as hell to be that that coaches wanted me to come and play at the next level so right. I mean that was cool I mean that was something that you know I never obviously never experienced um the whole recruiting process and I mean going through high school you know it's not like you know people are on you and you know it's not like people love you like 24 7 like College recruiting is like you. It, it feels cool. Like it feels cool that you know somebody wants you right specifically to come. They think that you can benefit their program. Right. Um. They think you can you know make the program a lot better. So I mean that was that was a cool experience. Definitely going to see the schools and stuff like that. So first year, Mary, well, you guys did pretty decent. I mean, you guys were fourteen and eleven. Mm-hmm. The second year, not great. Rough, man. Not right. Now you went. You you were obviously playing your whole high school career, going to states every year. Yep. What was that different? experience like seeing losing for the first time really it was it was really really hard man and I mean the my freshman year um the coach that recruited me there and everything like that he actually left so he left after my freshman year um and we got a new coach in when I was a sophomore um but yeah man it was it was tough I mean we did we did lose a couple kids um that were seniors who were definitely you know bigger parts of the team right um but I mean it, it was like you said, I mean, going from winning to losing like that, it was definitely tough to deal with. Was there any times where you were like, I want to quit? No. I, f- I figured. No. Just I, I just had to ask. No. There was never never any time that I was like, all right, like, you know, I think I'm, I think I'm done with basketball. You know, I don't think I really want to be doing this anymore. But, I mean, there were definitely some some tough times, some tough talks with, you know, my dad, my coach, um, you know, just trying to get – acclimated to college basketball where right. you know it is completely different than high school right like like even like holy cross basketball they're accustomed to winning like valley view football they're accustomed to winning yes. every single year yeah like in college it's it's kids who are as good as you were in high school like you're playing against the best kids from high school mm-hmm. every single game and i mean the league we played in at marywood was really really good like when i was there i actually played against um the dude's name was Aaron Walton Moss. He was the D three 
national player of the year right two years in a row so i mean you could like just tell him by that like the competition it was tough man it was good but i mean that's definitely definitely a good experience like you know not nobody wants to lose but you know the lessons you learn from it and definitely makes you a better and you know stronger person trying to push yourself through adversity um so i mean definitely didn't like it but definitely learned a lot from it and then you went to kings your junior year you transferred over what was the reasoning for that um like I said, I mean, we did, we got a new coach. Um, uh, you know, we just didn't, I would say with the new coach at Marywood, we kind of just didn't mesh. Um, and it, you know, it's different. It's different for the player. It's different for the coach. Right. He didn't recruit me. You know, I don't really know him the way I knew the older coach. Right. Um, I also knew that I wanted to get, that I wanted to get into business. Um, when I, once I got out of college, um, and Kings has, you know, they have a hell of a business program there. Um, so, I mean, it, it was definitely a little bit of both. What, was it, you know, basketball reasons? Yeah, absolutely. But did I did I feel like, you know, I could have gotten a better mm-hmm. education and a better, you know, preparation for myself for the future at Kings? Yeah. So definitely both of those things were. And practice. you definitely enjoy Kings. I oh, assume. I loved Kings. Man. That <laughs> was, and, you know, I, I absolutely love the, the friends that I still have from Marywood, but I could tell you if I could have went to Kings for my four years, I probably would have. I probably would have went there for all four years. Right. Because I feel like like Marywood, like you're kind of like commuting all that stuff. It's not like as fun per se. Like I feel like Kings would be a lot more fun if you're kind of living there and kind of enjoying the experience of where you live and all that stuff. So. Yeah, exactly. And like like you said, I mean, that was that's what I was doing. And like I wanted to try and save some money being at Marywood. So I was like, all right, you know, whatever, I'll commute. Um, so I commuted the first two years there and then let me tell you, man, when I moved down to Kings and that's what 35 minutes down 81, Mm. when you're alone by yourself at college, man, it is just a different world. Well, yeah, it is a different world, (laughs) but, um, yeah, man, like I, I loved being at school down there. I loved the kids I met, Mm. um, you know, the friends I still have from there. Um, and like when I would come home, like rarely like when i say rarely <laughs> i would have to be picked up by my mom and dad and taken home yeah and then you know i'm begging to go back down like you don't hear many people from around here saying that they love wilkesbury yeah <laughs> um, no. but i mean that was the that was the funny part is like my mom my dad my brother my sister they're just like I've never met anyone that loves being in Wilkesbury like as much <laughs> as you do, and like I truly did, man. Like I truly, I enjoyed my experience there. Of course, um, you know more than anything. Now your senior year, you really balled out. I think you had about eighteen points, whatever, four assists, all that stuff. Yeah. But you also got. Were you like a mentor towards some of the younger guys? Because I know Noah Tanner went there. He was a yep. big basketball player from Mid Valley. Like, what was that kind of experience being a senior and kind of? you know, balling out, but also being a mentor role. Yeah, man. So that's definitely what I was. And I've, I've always tried to show that, um, you know, and I'll be the first to tell you, like, was I the best leader um, on the court? I would probably say not, um, you know, not by the way I spoke to people. I would definitely say, and that's, that's definitely, you know, one thing that I regretted once I was done playing is like, I, I could have been a better vocal leader, you know, not, not yelling, at guys. And I mean, it, it wasn't to like an extent where it was a problem, but I just felt like I could have been, you know, a better person about it. But what I always tried to did set was the best example is that you will never, ever, ever outwork me. You will never, <laughs> you will never outwork me. And like, right. I can, you know, and this is not to, you know, toot my own horn or anything like that. But I mean, 
what I was doing is every single day, um, I was getting up at, you know, I usually had class at nine. Um, I was getting up at about seven. Um, I would usually go to the gym, get there at like seven twenty. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd shoot before class, um, go to class for however long it was, um, grab something to eat. Then I'm coming back to the gym after that. Um, I'm usually in the weight room before practice, um, going to practice and that's it, man. Like I, and I would try to bring guys in, like bring Noah in with me, like, Hey man, listen, like I'll be in the gym early. Like if you want to, if you want to shoot, if you want to lift, like I will be there. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, I actually, actually, it's funny that you brought Noah up because I've actually saved a text from him, um, from the end of the season that I know I could find it here <laughs> going through all the photos yeah no but um yeah so I do still have it um and this is something that like you know as a, as a mentor and as a basketball player like this is the kind of stuff that I would say means the most to you so this is after um the last game when I was a senior he texted me he said never thought we'd be teammates and get this close but thank you man this season's been a ride, and you never get and you ne- and you have never given up on me. Thank you for all the advice and countless words of encouragement, even when I was playing at my worst. I wish to be half the player you are. You're a great example, both on and off the court, of what it's like to be successful. Gonna miss playing alongside you, man. Best of luck in your future. Big th- big things coming as always. Much love, Captain. So I mean, that's like like that's the ultimate that is that is the ultimate ultimate goal for me mm-hmm. is to to have that type of effect on a player um right. so i mean that that meant that text meant more than you know more than he would ever know um that it meant to me that's incredible because you know like like i said winning winning is obviously you want to win but right. when at some point it's just kind of like it happens and you just want to be a mentor and that's awesome i appreciate yep. that a whole lot that was dope you also still balled out though. <laughs> still put up buckets. Now, when did you hear about? Because uh, you play for the Scran Shamrocks. So when did you decide to do that? Yeah. So I actually, um, now I actually had like now I heard about it previously. Um, one of my boys who I've been playing with in the summer, mm-hmm. um, he went to Del Valle. His name's Brandon Ingrati. Um, he played for them the previous year when they had like a like a preseason or whatever. I think they played like eight games or something like that. Right. Um, I actually, honest to God with you, man, I was not really interested at all really? Um, in playing playing with it. I was – now, did I still want to play? I mean, yeah, I still – I definitely still wanted to play. Um, but, you know, like like I said before about Cozen, I came to the realization, I'm like, all right, I'm 5'8", I'm white, <laughs> mm-hmm. not too athletic, um, <laughs> you know – I'm probably not going to go to the NBA. So, so (laughs) definitely still wanted to play. Um, but I mean, so then I knew they were doing like open tryouts and things like that. So I was like, you know what, maybe I'll give it a shot. Um, so I actually texted the coach who I've known for a while. He's a good family friend of mine, uh, Kevin Clark. Um, and I said, you know, like, what do you think about me coming down for the tryouts, things like that? Um, he's like, yeah, like, I think it'd be a great idea. Definitely come down, you know, see what, you know, see if you like it, see, you know, let's see what you can still do. Um, so I ended up going down to the tryout, um, ended up making the team. Um, and then we went through, went through practices. I mean, it was definitely less, less intense, um, as far as like commitment wise, um, than like high school or college. Um, so, I mean, we had like 
11. I think when we first started out, we had 11 or 12 guys on the team um, practicing like usually about two days a week. I mean, just because the, everybody on this team, like, you know, it's, it's grown men. It's people who have day jobs. Um, it's tough to get everybody together for practices and, and you know, stuff like that. Right. Um, games were usually on the weekends. Well, they were actually, they were always on the weekends, either Saturday, Sunday, um, sometimes Saturday and Sunday. Um, but I mean, I could tell you, man, it was, it was good basketball and I, and I wasn't, I'll be honest, I was not expecting it to be, um, filled with like that many good players or, you know, that many, that, that much, um, competitive yeah that much competition that much competitiveness but like just for example like we had a guy on my team who he was probably like six eight and he was built like somebody i've never seen like he he had muscles on his muscles and like there's (laughs) numerous people in this league who who are who are big like that like and they're they're good players like this kid he played with us for maybe six games and he's gone signed pro contract in argentina um nice i mean we're playing against like people who have played in the g league like guys like there were two guys on the syracuse team that we played against who played in the g league um the other guy on the syracuse team was uh the center for syracuse dewan coleman oh back in the day yeah so i mean like it was it was it was good competition man and and that's like a place where you like travel and play basketball at obviously because i don't think they're all pa you know teams yeah so it was um I think w- there's a team in Wilkesbury, so we played the team in Wilkesbury. Mm-hmm. Um, there's team, there's a team in Philly. Um, mostly like just the Northeast region is where we kind of played. So we okay. we we went to like Pottstown. Um, we went up to Syracuse. Um, oh, we went to Jersey. There was a team in Jersey. So I mean, PA, New York, Jersey. Um, that was the that was most of the teams that we saw at least. You know that we played. I was because I was wondering if it's like a really big league where like you play teams from like other states and stuff like that or not, but it's still cool either way. I mean, you got to play with basically like almost NBA players. Really. Yeah, I mean that's what I and it was a cool experience. And like the league itself is ridiculous. Like I, I don't know how everything works, but like I'm pretty sure there's like 187 teams or something Damn. like throughout the United States. Um, so I mean when we like we made it to playoffs and. It goes like by your region. So like we played, I forget what team we played in the first round. Um, I might have been like a team from Elmira. So that's like upstate New York. Right. Um, so like if you win, if, if you went through, we won that game. Um, then we lost the next game. But like if you kept winning your region, you then go to it was South Carolina, and then once you get down there, it was basically like you know like March Madness. Like it, it gets into a really? tournament field like that. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. And how yeah. far did you guys make it? uh this so the second round i'm not sure i don't really i didn't really know how the whole structure of the playoff worked right but like i think we needed to win we would have need to win two more games after the game we lost to have advanced to that next part of the bracket wow so we made it into that second round yeah well, that's still good though i mean damn you're still playing like a hundred and whatever teams and PA or whatever. It right. Is. So that's ridiculous. Right. Yeah. Jesus. And I mean, it was cool. It was that, like I said, I mean, it was cool to still play and yeah. play against good competition and make a little bit of money too. So, I mean, Oh, you make money through that? Yeah. So we actually made, it was like 75 bucks a game. So, I mean, like what's better than, you know, not, not many people can say, you know, I did something I loved, which is basketball mm-hmm. and 
not many people can say, you know, I got paid to play. Yeah, that's I mean, God. yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, it was usually like seventy five. So like that was the good thing about a double weekend game is like Saturday, Sunday, you're getting one hundred fifty in cash for the weekend. Yeah, it's nice. You're right, it's, it's nice. Your, for, I mean, it's I mean, nice I could, for kill theirs. You know? Exactly. <laughs> and that's what I was about to say is I can tell you if we had a game on Friday night, that seventy five didn't last too long on Friday, Saturday. No, of course not. <laughs> not a shot. Not a shot in hell. Are you, do you plan on continuing to play for that team, or it, do you like do you know at some point when you're gonna stop, or is it never gonna stop until you really can't do it anymore? Honestly, I would probably say it's not gonna stop until I can't <laughs> anymore, just because. And you know, I don't know as far as playing with them next year. Um, just because of like my job, um, that I have now, like I can you know I can be relocated, um, by sometime next year. So, you know, I don't know if I'll even be around in the area anymore. Right. Um, but I mean, I could tell you, I'll be looking for rec leagues, you know, wherever I am. And like, you know, like I even told you right when I got here, like, you know, I did just come from the gym. Um, I still try to, I still try to go, not, I still try to, I still go to Holy Cross, um, probably like four times a week and shoot like for an hour and 15 minutes. That's wild. It keeps me. Is that where your brother goes to Al? Yeah. Yeah. So that's where he goes. He's, he's there shooting and doing workouts and stuff like that he does he does workouts and everything like that but um but yeah man it keeps keeps me sane for sure oh absolutely you got to do what you love man (laughs) for sure now there's one more thing um you had all those competitions against riverside mid valley valley view and then you had your competitions in college and now there was no better competition than in sixth grade miss angeli versus miss tomko i'm just gonna let that (laughs) (laughs) those are some great times let me tell you oh my god man there was no better competition than that shit right there There was no better competition than that man there there were there were few things that were more tense than that than than our middle school uh dodgeball tournaments it was there ridiculous. were few things that were more tense than that, man. Yeah, it was kick. Whatever it was, too. Usually, it was just like everything. Like you, we would go in the locker room. Whoever won, we would, you guys would talk shit, or we would talk shit, <laughs> and then that'd be it. We were just like, all right, whatever. Yeah, it got to a point where literally, because I remember. My grandma was obviously a gym teacher yep. at that time. And she's like, you guys are running the track every day until school's over <laughs> for gym. I'm like, yeah, I kind of expected that to happen yep. at some point. Yep. <laughs> that was – and by the way, we were definitely not in the same class. So we definitely did not like each other at that time. <laughs> lots of competition there. Lots, man. Lots of competition for To the sure. point where like anytime we would go into each other's classroom, we would mess it up and then get yelled at for it. Exactly. Exactly. It was, it was all – it was competition from the, from the start, man, mm-hmm. from the jump. <laughs> Literally from the jump. I, like we played dodgeball and everyone's just like yelling at each other. We're like, what the fuck is going on? Exactly. And it's like, I'm about to fire this at your head. Like I'm, <laughs> yeah. not, I'm not going for a body shot. I'm, no, I'm the, throwing this at your head. Yeah. No, it got real bad. That was wild. <laughs> that was a wild time, but it was great. I still – I look, I look back on it and laugh because, like, there were a lot of times where I got fucking mad when we would lose. I'm like, this is getting ridiculous. Yeah. We need to start fucking winning. And we started winning some of them, and it was just – it was great. Right. But I want to thank you for coming on, man, because this is a long time coming for an interview. I wanted to get you on for a little bit, talk about your time of basketball and all that stuff. For sure. For sure, man. Yeah, no, I appreciate you having me. Um, I appreciate, you know – and that's what I was going to say, too, is like just, you know, talking about Valley View like that. Like, I think it's cool how I still, you know, I'm cool with you. I still talk to you and right. shit like that. And like, you know, it was middle school that we went to school together. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm real. I'm I'm super hyped that you reached out to me and, you know, super happy that you had me on the show. Absolutely. And you're uh, welcome on any time to actually talk 
when we talk about sports, just like bass, NBA, NFL, all that stuff. For sure. I know bro. you want to talk about how trash your Knicks are. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. No, bro, that's a sore subject. I'm waiting on Zion. I'm praying to God. <laughs> yeah, you got to get that first pick, or um, else it's or else it's gonna be downhill. From oh there. God, I'm praying to God Himself. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you for coming on, man. And thank you guys for listening. Make sure you guys like, share, and subscribe to our podcast. And make sure you go out and buy all of Biz merch, Biz on uh, 10 Bones Apparel, on Biz Vintage Clothing. And he'll probably have something on his Barber Biz and regular Biz uh, Instagram. So go follow those. And we'll see you guys next time. Consummate it.